Blog Talk Radio. Folks, you are now tuned in to the Industry Doctors. I am Dr. Cash, and as always, I have my co-host with me, Dr. Phil. He will be joining us shortly. Press 1 to go live with our special guest, which is P-Nice today, 8-Ball and MJG's artist. Shout out to all the listeners tuning in right now. Shout out to all the listeners that have been just following along and supporting this show. Shout out to our sponsors, Jimmy's Paint Shop and the 65 Connection. Definitely check them out. Without further ado, let's bring them on. P-Nice, how are you? What's going on, brothers? Good, good, good. How you guys? We good, man. We good. So, P-Nice, tell our listeners who you are, what do you do, and how you started. Oh, well, my name's P. Nice. I'm a new assignee of Push Management. That's uh, 8-Ball and MJT, Jazzy Faye, and a lot of other hot artists. Uh, you know, I started, it's kind of funny, I had a funny start. I started in the military when I was in Iraq. I was deployed with the 2nd Infantry Division, and uh, we kind of needed a reprieve from the war, so we built a studio, and uh, we, uh, we started rapping, you know, and uh, I, I actually, the, the, the unit, the unit uh, itself, Started uh, really, really gravitating to what uh, what we were doing, and so uh, you know, I, I really believed. I'm like, hey, this might be something that I could really, really do. So it ended up uh, ended up starting a career off for me. So it was like a hobby, well, then turned into a career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it started out as a hobby when I was in in the war, and then um, you know, when I got to Augusta, Georgia. I had uh, produced a song called Running Out of Money. They got word, 8-Ball had got word of it, and uh, they really seemed to like it. So, uh, you know, they invited me out one time and, and, you know, made an offer, and I've been rocking with them ever since, man. We've been family ever since. That's what's up, man. Uh, we do appreciate you, you know, serving, you know. Um, shout out to you for doing that, you know, going to the military or Army whatever it was at that time. Because a lot of people, you know, they go, but they don't really serve, serve. You know, they just go, and it's like more of a school for them. You know what I'm saying? It's like technical, you know. Um, so that's why I say that, you know. Definitely, but I shout that. out to all. Yeah, yeah, shout no, out we, to we all the really, people really who. The, uh, we was really doing the Forrest Gump out there. We was really doing the American Sniper, the real, the okay. real deal, man. Yeah. Okay. Real deal. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to all the soldiers serving or who have served for this country of ours. Um, how long were you pushing that single, may I ask? The Running Out of Money record? Yeah, the Running Out of Money record. Uh, we pushed that record for about a year. 
it was funny because I was actually retired from uh, music. I had uh, I was doing radio in Augusta, Georgia at the time, and I was doing a I owned a club. And I was retired from music. I said, you know what? Hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. You know, I was making pretty good money doing what I did. And uh, a guy by the name of DJ Spin, who's uh, originally from Augusta, he made uh you might know him from records of Cashing Out. He made a lot of stuff for Two Chains. But anyway, um, DJ Spence comes to my house and he's pushing an artist. He's trying to get me to start playing this artist named Young Thug at the time. Of course, Young Thug is huge now, but back then he was trying to get me to play Young Thug. And I remember it was funny because I heard him and I didn't like him. I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I'm not playing right. And so uh, he was like, uh, he was like, well, man, let me play you some beats, at least, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I don't rap no more, man. You know, I'm not messing with that stuff anymore. And uh, he played me a beat, and, and the first thing I said was, I like that shit, you know what I mean? And I was like, yo, I like this record. I like the beat. And so I um, I uh, recorded it right then and there, and that was the first record that I had recorded in over a year and a half, two years, and that actually became the record that I that got me signed with Push. Um, we pushed that record uh, out of pocket, no investors, no just us pushing it, me and my team, for over a year. And uh, to date, we had over 13 stations playing, and it definitely did over about four or 500 spins. So something I'm really proud of because that's something that we did all, all on our own. How much did you invest into that campaign of yours? Uh, about 20000 It was about a $20,000 campaign. $20,000? Okay, okay. Yeah, about $20,000. Yeah, because, you know, we have a lot of listeners right now who are tuning in, who are up and coming, or who have just been, you know, been doing the music for a while. So, you know, these type of tips and jewels and information is definitely helpful, you know, to help them out. Because as you know, there's a lot of artists who don't want to invest or they're afraid to, you know. So that's why... Yeah. We started the Industry Doctor Show, and it's not just for the artists. I mean, we interview a lot of other people as well, from chefs to tech company, DJs, uh, comedians, you name it. We're not just trying to interview artists with the Industry Doctors, you know. So that's why this type of information is definitely helpful for our listeners. Um, well, so who are uh, some of you? Go ahead. The thing, the thing about the no, music industry is what, what artists got to understand, what artists have to understand is you can't expect to make millions and millions of dollars doing music if you're not willing to invest thousands. You know, I, it's, it's the same thing with any business. You have to put in. You know, you get in what you, you get out what you put in. So, if you, you know, if you put in a half, a half effort, you're going to get half results. You know what I'm saying? It's sometimes less. So, uh, you know, I, I encourage any artist, and that's the difference between – you know, an artist that has a lot of talent that you've never heard of and maybe an artist that maybe not as talented but you have heard of is the fact of, 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 of a budget. You know, you have to have promotion and marketing dollars. And, uh, you know, a lot of artists say, well, I don't have the money, I don't have the money. And it's weird to me because I'm like, hey, bro, you got some new J's on. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, you got a, a new Ferragamo belt on. You got a $500 belt, a $1,000 outfit, and you know what I'm saying, but you say you don't have money to push your music. But, you know, they'll go – and buy a $5,000 feature from some other rapper but won't put $5,000 in promotion and marketing of their record so people can hear it. And it, 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 it never made any too much sense to me or whatever. I just like, hey, you know, more power to you. But, uh, yeah, you definitely got to 
we definitely, I mean, this is a business. At the end of the day, we, we all love what we do. We all want to be, you know, we all talented in, in our own right. But you have to have a vehicle for that talent to get out to people, so you have to uh, invest in it. You can't you can't drive a car with no gas. So, you know, you got to put some gas in the, in the tank. Exactly, and, and that's the funny thing about it. Like, you know, a lot of people, they just invest their money in other things, and then they say, I don't have it, or they're just, like, penny pinching, where they're just being cheap. You know, they might have a 1000 but they'll just put, like, $50. And they're like, well, that $50 didn't get me nowhere. Well, yeah, you, did, you didn't even scratch anything with that 50 You know, just like you said, you invested 20000 <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like a thing. It wasn't like a thing where I just invested twenty thousand all at once either. I mean, this is over a span of of, of, oh, of yeah. twelve months. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a gradual thing. You know, one door opens another door, and so on and so forth and so forth. And you know, I mean, your campaign can only go as far as your budget goes. I mean, we're talking about gas, hotel rooms, you know, going here and there, eating and things of that nature. Uh, you know, radio budgets, marketing budgets, world star you know, putting in on the site, servicing it and things of that nature. And, you know, just definitely just, you know, rocking with some DJs and supporting them or whatever and getting them excited about the record as well. I mean, it was over a span of a year, but, you know, all in all, it was definitely over 20000 But, you, yeah, you got to start somewhere. You know, I'm not saying that everybody has to have that kind of paper to put out Oh, yeah, of no. course. You know, yeah. but, but, but you definitely have to have something if, you know, I mean, because I mean, the difference between a free artist and, and a hundred dollar artist is a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? So you got a whole lot of free artists, but you know the list gets smaller at a hundred, and the list gets even smaller at a thousand, and it gets real slim at twenty thousand. You know what I'm saying? So you just gotta, um, you just gotta do what's best for your business proposition, you know, business plan. But yeah, I, I tell anybody, I'm like, hey man, everybody gets lucky every now and then, but every, most of us aren't as lucky as, as a lot of these people. And a lot of the people that we think got lucky, like uh, I remember talking to somebody about Bobby Shmurda and how he, uh, when he threw the hat up in the hot figure video or whatever, and, and, and it, that little clip of him doing the dance went viral. What people don't know is he had sponsored that video for like 500 bucks to get it to go viral. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like, or, you know, automatically just everybody just gravitated to it. It's just, you know, a lot of things behind the scenes that people don't know and a lot of budgeting that people don't know that, you know, but, but it's made to look like it's luck, but it ain't. <laughs> you know what I mean? But exactly, and that's the thing that, you know, I was talking to some of my associates about, you know, in the office today, and I'm like, what these artists see is only the forefront. They don't see what's going on behind the scenes, so they just feel like their favorite artist is just talented, and they got on. That's it, period. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we do this show, so we can educate the listeners, you know, that's up and coming or continue to do what they're doing. Some of these people, they might be doing it for three or four years or whatever it may be, but they're not really doing much because they don't know how to go about it. So as you were saying, the DJs, now, do you recommend any DJs for artists to contact that you've already worked with, that you've seen results with? Because nowadays, I'm going to keep it 100 with you, they're not really, a lot of these people that claim to be DJs are not DJs, they're taggers. 
And what I mean by that is they just put their tag on the song. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's not really in game. Well, well, you have you have certain you have certain you know artist services that people that that specialize in service and records, um, you know, and, and and I've worked with some of them this before. I've also done some things myself. Um, you know, one person I could recommend is, is, is a bigger ranking team, bigger ranking. They uh they really get out there and work promo Vatican. Uh, that's Kingpin. You know, Tampa Mystic. You know, there's a lot of people in Atlanta that do it. Uh, you know, and and it's just. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but you know, it's all about your scope of. It's all about what you think you can do on your own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could pay these people to do this, but a lot of things that they're doing, you could do on yourself. You could if, if you took the time out. But if you don't have the time, then hey, you know, pay, pay the guy what he wants or whatever. He'll put you on tour and things of that nature or whatever. And, and, and it's definitely, it, it definitely was effective. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, but but you also have to be aware of people that that are willing to just get take your money and not do nothing. And there's a lot, there's more of them than there are people that are actually uh, working and making it happen. So you have to uh, do your research on the people that you're giving your money to, see who, who, who they have indeed helped and see their results and things of that nature before you give you give them your money. Because there's plenty. I got a call uh, from an artist yesterday, and he was telling me about a guy that said that he needed $20,000 and he was going to, well, 12 grand, and he was going to manage them if he had 12 grand. I'm like, bro, he's scamming you. So you got to be smart <laughs> as well. You can't just be, you know, a, a fool and just and just give out your money because there's always going to be somebody who's willing to take it. But, you know, do your research. Do, you know, talk to other people. Talk to other artists and see what's worked for them or whatever. And, and, and you know, I'm like me. I'm artists like me. I'm an open book. I'll tell, I'll tell people what worked and what didn't work. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's just my opinion. That's just what happened for me. It might work for you. It might not, you know, and, and vice versa. Definitely. And just like you brought that up, do you have any, besides doing the research on who's who, do you have any other ways of detecting red flags as far as, like, you know, this guy or this girl might be shady? Have any other yeah, ways that well, well, you detect it, that? It, for me, it's for me. It's real simple. If it sounds too good to be true, it's too good to be true. If you know that you haven't pushed your record and your record is not impacting your record, okay, you got fifty views on SoundCloud and you think that somebody's about to take you out of your situation into stardom out of nowhere. If you come up with a couple two thousand dollars, it's a scam. You know what I'm saying? There is no shortcuts to this. There, it, it's just hard work. Period. You know, everybody always looks for the shortcuts and, and, and the cheat codes to this game. And, and when you do that, you actually end up cheating yourself. Every time that I tried to skip a step, I ended up losing more than, 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 than what I got. So, you know, I, I just tell artists, man, hey, man, if you, if you want to be an artist and you want to get on this road, you know, be, be prepared to sacrifice. Be prepared to work. Be prepared to grind. Be prepared to long nights and, 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 and you know, and short days. And, and it's, just, it's just how it is. You got to get out here and work. And, you know, but if it's something that you really want to do and it's something that you're passionate about, then, you know, it's not even going to feel like work anyway. You know, I've been at this for probably over five years. I've been signed to push for three. And, um, you know, it's still, it's still a grind. It's still an everyday hustle. And even when I'm with push, I mean, I still have to do my work. I still have to grind. I still have to put, you know, I still have to get out here and network and things of that nature. And I know a lot of people, but, you know, I still have to do the work as well. 
Definitely. Now, on your day-to-day uh, itinerary, what do you do on a day-to-day basis? Can you break that down for us? Yeah, well, um, I do about four songs a day, not always for myself. Uh, I, I do a lot of writing for other artists, um, placements, video games, things of that nature. So I usually get about at least four records in a day. Um, and that and, and, and that is just me trying to stay at the top of my craft. You know, it might not be a record for me. It might be a record that I might have in mind for someone else. You know, I might write a record. I might write a pop record for Justin Bieber or whatever in hopes of placement or whatever. But, you know, I always try to at least hit the studio every day. I usually I usually wake up, check emails, uh, check emails, you know, uh, do, do some do some follow-up calls with people, you know what I'm saying, that I've met to make sure that I follow up with them because a lot of people don't do that. you got to follow up with people, build relationships. And then I usually get uh, usually get to the office or whatever and do a lot of marketing work, you know, uh, graphics, videos, how, you know, and come up with, with, with plans of how to maximize and optimize my product. And, you know, we just dropped a video yesterday and just trying to figure out ways to get as many people to view and as many people to, to hear what we're putting out as humanly possible, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you can go to Worldstar, but there's a lot of other vehicles, a lot of other ways that you can get your music and video heard, sponsoring videos and things of that nature. You know, we're looking at all that to try to just see what what works best for us because what works for artist A may not work for artist B, you know what I'm saying? And so that's what I do most of the time is just try to figure this thing out. But once you, one thing I do know, once you start moving, as long as you keep on moving, you're going to end up somewhere. You don't mind, might not necessarily know where you're going to end up, but you're going to end up somewhere. When I started with running out of money, I had no idea that I was going to end up with 8-Ball and MJG. I would have never thought that, like, hey, 8-Ball and MJG is going to sign me. Never thought that, you know what I'm saying? I was just like, hey, I want to get this record out, and uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I know I'm enjoying this. I know this is what I love to do, and I can't think of anything better to, to, to invest in than myself. So I did. Definitely. And do you have... If you um, do you have any influencers that or anybody that helped motivate you, whether it's family or just celebrities, you know, other artists, you know, do you have any influencers? Um, I definitely have uh, some people that I admire. Um, you know, of course, you know, Ball and G. Uh, I've been the big brothers that I've ever had. Jazzy Faye as well. Uh, the whole push team, but uh, you know, I've always I've always admired P Diddy, and, and 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 not because he was the best rapper, but I feel that he was the best marketer and he was the best entertainer and he was the best type of person to get what he was trying to get out out. You know what I'm saying? And, and I I always admired that because of the fact that I saw his hustle and even him being almost a billionaire, he still wakes up every day and grinds like he's broke. And I've always admired that because I still I still see the fire in, in in him, you know. So that I still see the fact that he wants, he's hungry, you know. That he really, really, really wants it. And I try to model, you know, my grind and my hustle behind people like that, you know, P Diddy, Master P, people that are just, you know, that 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 have a lot of times just uh, the, the 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 cards are, you know, the, the odds are against them, but they still find a way to make it happen because you know. I mean, I feel that the odds were against me. I wasn't exactly the best rapper in the world when I first started. I was terrible, you know, and I was coming from a, a little small town with no stoplights. And if you if you went to the town I'm actually from, you you probably wouldn't be able to believe that I'm from there because you're like, man, why would you want to be doing this coming from a, 
a, a little small town like this, and you probably should have been a farmer. But you know, I, I just I just love I love those 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 unsung hero stories, those underdog stories of people because I feel like myself, I'm an underdog. You know, a lot of times. You know, people see a finished product. They don't see what what, what, what happens and what the work is entailed to, to get to the finished product of what they see. Exactly. You know, just like when people come to us and, you know, I know it's like a cliche kind of question or whatever you want to call it. Hey, well, Dr. Cash, who have you worked with, you know, and, it doesn't matter whether it's for some of our services or just for our management, you know. And, and this is what I basically tell them. I'm like, listen, it doesn't matter who we work with, okay? And it's because we want you to work with us and not because of who we know or who we work with because the results are not going to be the same for you. You get what I'm saying? So two snowflakes are never the same, as they say. But what new? Do you have any upcoming shows or um, tours or anything that you're working on right now that yeah, you can tell us about? Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow I have a meet and greet at Studio Six Thirty in Atlanta. It's a meet and greet. I'm debuting my new single. Uh, we've been working up the single. Uh, it's called Pressure Cooker for for a minute now. I, it's produced by Young Land, the same guy that made a uh, Black Youngster Booty or whatever. Yeah. Um, a good friend of mine or whatever. I knew him from Virginia years and years back or whatever. We're, we both actually live in Atlanta now, so uh, we're going to be releasing. We're going to be debuting that tomorrow at uh, Studio Six Thirty, and then uh, Thursday night I'll be in Augusta, Georgia. I'll be performing with the artist by the name of Day Day. I'll be opening up for him. And then Friday, I'll be back in Atlanta at Karma Bistro on the east side uh, for the uh, singer release party. So we're just – this week is going to be a busy one for us because we're just kicking off the record. And, uh, you know, actually after this interview, I got to head out to uh, my CD duplication spot and get a get a couple thousand CDs printed up because we're about to push this new record pressure cook. That's what's up, man. See, artists, you got to just listen to P9, man. He's telling you a thousand CDs, man. Some of you guys just want to get like 50, 100 CDs. Come on. Pick up the pace. <laughs> but hey, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Work with what you can. <laughs> well, you know, the thing, Go thing ahead. About it, thing about what artists got to understand is if you get one record, you you have the possibility to feed your family for the rest of your life off of one song. If you just get one to make it, you know what I'm saying, let alone several but if you you if you get one record and market it promote it right you could have the possibility of feeding your family for life and that for me is is, is enough incentive for me to go as hard as I possibly can because hey I got kids and and, and if I can if I can feed my daughter and put my daughter through college off of, off the music that I I loved when I was a kid and, and and doing it now then it's it's worth it you know what I'm saying whether I put you know, whatever, you know what I mean, all the hours and all the time or whatever, it'll be worth it. I think the payoff is the payoff is definitely the, the big thing. People always see the payoff, so they don't ever see the years, five, exactly. six years, and ten years of grinding and struggling to make it happen. They just see the finished product and like, oh, he just, he just blew up overnight. No, you heard about him overnight. He's been there for a while. You know, a lot of these people that are on, I know them, you know what I'm saying? I knew, I knew Day Day before he Day Day used to do my, my showcases in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, for for independent artists. And he used to come and pay his fee to perform and 
just like anyone else. I knew, you know, uh, Joe Gifted and, and guys that are that are moving out of, uh, you know, moving into the limelight now, these new artists. Age, I knew a lot of them, and they had been grinding for three, four, five years. Some, you know, the rest the shine 10 plus. And so, you know, it's just a thing where you just got to keep pushing and, and stay motivated and, and don't give up, and you know what I'm saying? And when things don't go your way, can't get this harder. You just got to find another way to go about it and keep pushing and keep moving. Facts. No, facts. Um, preach. <laughs> Can you give us the address of that studio and then follow up with that with your – where can we find you on social your social media contacts? Okay, I'm going to get you the address. Now, uh, all my social media is I am P Nice. That's Instagram, Snapchat, everything. I am P Nice. That's I A M P N Y C E. That's Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Um, you can find me on Facebook, the same thing, P Nice. Uh, you know, just type in P N Y C E on any Google browser. I'm going to pop up, you know what I mean? Now, the address for tomorrow is 630A. 630A. 638 Monroe Drive. Don't worry Drive, about it. Definitely go out there if you are in the Atlanta area and support my people, P-Nice, and the 8-Ball MJG family and the Push family. Definitely go and support them. Um, we're going to jump into this track real quick by okay. Dr. Phil. We're going to jump into this track by Dr. Phil featuring 6 Trey G. It's called Get Them Bands. But don't go nowhere. We want to get your feedback, all right? All right, brother. Industry doctors. GSF. We got a problem. Hey, get that money. Hold you playing. Open, oh, they pan, they pan. Homie got it, he the man. He the man. Get them bands, get them bands, get them bands. No, you safe, no, you bite your heart.
on them. Yeah. Red bottom shorty swinging inches. Get fans on the top bitches. Yeah. When she get up on that stage, she all about getting paid. She gon' she gon' do it for a real nigga. You ain't tipping, you in the way. We gon' we gon' bust a couple bottles on wings, smoking nothing but gas. And by the way, the shorty shaking her ass, she probably leaving here with all of the cash. She was all up on the ball. Anybody, 
if uh, you know your hometown is probably your training ground. When you get to Atlanta, you need to be already running and moving the way you're supposed to be able to run and move. And, that, and that's the one thing. The second thing is, uh, I would say, is the misconception is that you just got to pay tons and tons and tons of money. Now, you know, that, that, is a, that is a big misconception of Atlanta. Oh, I got to come out here and drop 100000 and, and blah, 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 blah. Nah, not exactly. You just got to come out here and work. You got to come out here and network, and you got to come out here and move just like you would move in any other city. You know what I'm saying? And then, and, you know, when it's, time, when it's time to have a budget, when it's time to drop some money, you, you'll know. You know what I'm saying? But there is no shortcuts. You have to get out here, get out here, network with the DJs, politics, and everything like that. It's, it's, it's not a situation. They'll take your money. But, you know, I've known cats to come out here and drop $100,000 and still not get a record book, you know, because they didn't want to do the work. They just wanted to sit down and pay everybody. And if you make it all about money all the time, then it's going to be a situation where that's all they're going to look from you for you for is money. At the end of the day, you know, if you build a relationship, that's something that will last the test of time, you know what I'm saying? Um, those are the main big, big, big tools that I see with, with people people coming from out of state and, or whatever, getting that Atlanta jug. We call it the Atlanta jug where they just text. They just text these artists astronomical prices, and they pay it because they think they're in Atlanta and they're going to win. And it's just like at the end of the day, bro, you still got to get out here and work. You still got to get out here and move and, and network and things of that nature. Those are the main two. I don't know if I have a third one, but them definitely are my main two. With those two, you don't need a third, sir. With those, those, those great knowledge that you just dropped. Because a lot of up-and-coming artists, they're like, yeah, I just want to do a song with a big name and, you know, that's going to solve my problems. I can go to Atlanta and, you know, get not on the track not, with Young not, Scooter. Not, not, and, to you and, and, and Not to cut you off, Dr. Phil, but I've had features with major artists. I've had a feature with Dolph. I've done songs with Dolph, uh, of course, Ball and G, Schoolie, Trey Songz, B.O.B. I've had records with tons and tons and tons of artists. And um, luckily, I've never had a situation where I had to pay a lot for a feature because of relationships. But the same money that you would put in for a major feature, like if you're paying this guy $20,000 to get on your song, I would tell that artist, stop what you're doing right now and take that $20,000 and put it in promotion of your record. And once you once your record gets hot, that major artist is going to hop on that record for free. You know what I'm saying? Because it's moving. Uh, and that's, that, that, that's the advice I would give anybody. Not to say they don't get a major feature, but I, what I'm saying is if you think that you're going to do a song with Future and this is going to blow you up automatically, no, you're, 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 you're mistaken. Because it ain't like Future's going to post that thing until it's moving. He might post it when it starts moving. Go. He might post it when it starts popping already, but he's not like he's going to break that record for you just because, you know, you um you got a major feature for him now. I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, you know, I've done records with some of everybody or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's just the fact of uh, I still think that promotion is, is, is king. You know, relationships with DJs, get the DJs playing a record, promotion, blogs, and things of that nature. That's still king of getting the record out, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I did a record with Dolph at the height of his at the height of his buzz or whatever, and you know what I'm saying? It, it, it still was a situation where I had to promote that record, you know, to get it to impact the way I wanted it to impact. Definitely. Earlier, uh, y'all were talking about it was a point that you were touching on, um, Dr. Cash, 
Man, that baby got my mind all out of whack. Um, I can't really put my finger. Uh, Doctor Cash. Yes. About twelve minutes ago, y'all were having a conversation, and it was in regards to as of working in Atlanta, um, the resume. Sometimes you have to give a little bit of your resume away, Dr. Cash, because, you know, you have worked with some major, a lot of major artists, and, you know, sometimes we got to push that out there, not to just get the sale, but, you know, you know, we're just telling the truth, you know what I mean, Dr. Cash? I mean, and it's not to toot your own horn or anything, and I'm glad I caught that before it slipped my mind. But sometimes you got to, you know, name drop a little bit in the industry because, you know, you are an industry doctor, Dr. Cash. You got to name drop sometime. My man, guess what Kurt Hennig right. says? Sometimes you got to name drop. <laughs> well, no, no. It's not about name dropping or not name dropping. We don't want the client to get fused because when they feel like you work with so and so, you know, they feel like they're going to get the same results or they just want to get close to you so the intentions are not real. They're fake. You get what I'm saying? So that's what, that's why we say we don't want you to work with us because of who we work with, but because of who we are and what we do because your results are not going to be the same as the next artist, the next client. That's why we say that. Already. But as an artist, just trusting you, I'm going to need to hear a name or two. You're going to have to tell me one or two names, even if they're not the top shelf. But you're going to have to let me see. I'm I'm, I'm just going to want to know something. Because, you know, sometimes it's hard for an artist up and coming to invest two, three, four hundred. You know, at a time, sometimes they got to break it down in the segments. You know, this, this, the music industry of a whole is so expensive. You couldn't even just put a price tag on what it'll cost to do a lot of things dealing with. I mean, you definitely want the client to know that you're official. You definitely want the client to know that you got a track record of winning. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I mean, yeah, everybody's going to have their doubts at the beginning, but you know, you definitely want to have something that, you know, uh, so the client knows that you're for real, right. that you're serious, that you're starting to do this, you know, that, that you're a professional in your, in your right. So, Dr. Cash, have I already missed out on you asking your famous question? How much have you invested, or yeah. guesstimate how much you've invested? <laughs> yes. And the answer was twenty thousand. And it's growing. Keep it like that. <laughs> it's definitely an investment, uh, gentlemen. It's definitely an investment. It's definitely <laughs> an investment. I don't even want to. I don't not, even want to think about how I put into this over the over the years. <laughs> no, nah, of course it. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's just one little yeah. 
over the years, it's probably accumulated to more than that, maybe 40, 50, even so, but um, I did want to thank you for taking time out of your visit schedule to be with the No doubt. I appreciate y'all having me. And be on the lookout for that new single, Pressure Cooker. It'll be on iTunes. By That's a million. Go count that. Go Pressure cooking. Uh, I want to ask you one or two more questions before we go. I would just tell Dr. people, Dr. Just make sure y'all follow me at I M P Nice I A M P N Y C E. You know, say hit me up. I, I I check my I answer my my, my DMs. I, I I ain't no Hollywood cat. You know what I'm saying? I reply. Or whatever. So definitely uh follow a brother on Instagram, I am P Nice, Twitter, and all of the above. Oh, I'm sorry, and I just dropped that TMI mixtape. Oh, so, I mean, I'm tripping. TMI mixtape, P Nice, TMI <laughs> mixtape, all on all mixtape sites, live mixtape, spin reel, and my mixtape everywhere. You type in TMI, P Nice, it's gonna pop up everywhere. Y'all definitely check that out. I got Eight Ball and MJG on that, Young Dolph on that. I got Q on that. I got I got Schoolie on it. I got Spectacular from Pretty Ricky on that mixtape, so y'all definitely check that out. TMI by P-Nice on all uh, streaming mixtape sites. Definitely go and support P-Nice. Go cop his single. Definitely go to, if you are in the Atlanta area, go and check him out. And there you have it, folks. And you just got your dose.